I'm Molly Wood, author of CNET's Buzz Report. And I'm Tom Merritt, author of CNET's The Real Deal. Welcome to Buzz Out Loud, our podcast of indeterminate length. That is exactly how long it is. <laughs> and exactly how long it will always be. But, hey, uh, so the Sony rootkit yeah. thing pretty much blowing up. Boom. Huge. We have the rootkit, the rootkit that goes boom. Blowing up in the face of Sony. In so case t- you did not hear our podcast of yesterday. You go. <laughs> But I want to do it. Um, Sony apparently has included new DRM technology in some of its Sony BMG CDs such that when you play them. I know. And I said rip yesterday because that's what I understood. But it's play. You just put the thing in and play it in your PC. Uh Uh-huh. And the next thing you know, so then it installs its DRM technology, which is insane that it installs it just upon playing. Without you knowing or approving. Without you knowing or approving it. And it installs itself as a rootkit, basically a collection of tools that allows technology to be hidden, files and processes to be hidden, and essentially opens a back door so that Sony or someone else could take over your PC. Rootkits are not inherently evil, but they are commonly used by, for example, hackers who are maintaining control over a PC that they've already broken into. They can be used like a Trojan horse, basically. Yeah. And in fact, they are often classified as Trojan horses. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of um, not the thing that you would expect from, like, I don't know, Sony. You wouldn't think that they would be putting this on your PC. And it gets worse. It gets worse? Yes. Wait, how does it get worse? I don't really know. Uh, Mark Rusinovich was the first one to discover this. He's a guy who um, actually developed a utility called Rootkit Revealer, handily enough. Mm-hmm. Also figured out how to remove the Sony DRM software because oh, it doesn't right. come okay. with an uninstall. And he was able to basically like locate the drivers that it installed and remove them. And when he did that, it crippled his PC. It disabled his CD-ROM. <gasps> so apparently, from what you were saying... If you try to take out the rootkit, it has modified the driver, so it yeah. basically ruins your driver for your yep. for your drive. Pretty much, pretty much, yeah. Now, pr- presumably, you could reinstall the drivers, right? But but come on, at the, the point at which you try to take it out, you cripple your PC. And so, okay, all of this is yesterday's news. The news today is that Sony has announced that it will patch well not even them their part technology partner first for internet a british company said wednesday that it has released a patch uh-huh. to antivirus companies that will <sighs> eliminate the copy protection software ability to hide to hide but and it won't it won't uninstall it it won't uninstall it and it won't really change the rootkit nature right it will just remove the hidden well it, it'll prevent it? virus writers from using that rootkit to take over your PC. on anybody who because that's another insidious part that we haven't really explored is the fact that it's not only horrible that sony's doing this without telling you but then nefarious people could take advantage of anyone who's ever yeah. played a sony cd to take over their computer exactly like they've broken in they've that's taken over the, the place and they've left the back door open so that someone else yeah. could waltz on in and take over which is bad very very bad so that's the part that supposedly they will now fix but it won't change the anti-piracy software itself at all. And let's go back to that anti-piracy software for a second. According So David Berlind at ZDNet has a fantastic blog entry about this. He says, according to some additional information regarding copy protection on Amazon's site. Whoa, wow. I hit my own microphone with my emphasis. pen. I was getting so worked up. <laughs> um, a CD listing page says that the CD is copy protected, but makes no mention that the copy protection is enforced by way of surreptitiously installed software. Right. Here's some information about copy protection from Amazon's site. 
This product limits your ability to make multiple digital copies of its constant content, and you will not be able to play this disc or make copies onto devices not listed as compatible content. Copy-protected CDs should allow limited burning as well as ripping into secure Windows media audio formats for playback with most compatible media players and portable devices, which we all know. In rare cases, however, these CDs may not be compatible with computer CD-ROM players, DVD players, game consoles, or car CD stereos, and often are not transferable to other formats like MP3. DVD player? This is what David Berlin says. This is awesome. In rare cases, DVD players, car CD stereos, is Sony BMG nuts? Yeah. Yeah. All I can think is yeah. I mean, this is unbelievable. And there's no, this story just keeps getting bigger on the web. Well, I love Matthew Gilliatt Smith, CEO of First Four Internet, the technology partner of Sony, <laughs> says, I want to make sure we allay any unnecessary concerns. You know what, Matthew? Just a little bit of grammar here. Mm-hmm. If you have to allay something, it's not unnecessary, <laughs> right? Because it's a concern. Yes. So if I have a concern and you have to allay it, it was my concern, and I considered it necessary. And don't you may think it was unnecessary, but don't patronize us. <laughs> this is you one put of those... a root kit on our computers without telling us. Yeah. And the fact that you are now going to reveal its existence, but not change any of the completely restrictive DRM that it comes along with, doesn't fix the problem. Yeah. This is insane. The this thing- is what digital rights management has come to. And this is the reason that people feel n- not only justified, but almost obligated to steal from these people. <laughs> I am not in any way encouraging that, but come on. Talk about treating us like criminals. You're, you're, you're just putting stuff on our PCs to mo- that. It, this is incredible. This is unbelievable. It is. It is. is It is fantastic. And actually. it's almost too bad that it's somewhat technically hard to understand because I really think that this should explode into a mass market story. This goes into uh, this ties into what a story that Keith sent us from MSNBC. It's an AP story about the grandpa who's getting sued because his 12 year old son came over. Right. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe he lives with him, but but downloaded four movies off the Internet mm-hmm. and then they deleted them. Right. But when the grandpa found out, he's like, oh, huh, son, you can't do that. Now, <laughs> grandpa says that the son didn't know it was illegal. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Who knows? But the son downloaded some stuff. The grandpa said, nah, you got to get rid of that. And they already, and, and they already owned at least a couple of the movies. And now they're getting sued. And they the MPAA wants $4,000 out of a 67-year-old man because his 12-year-old son downloaded and then deleted four movies. You have got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. And this is what they're, this is, this is how they're spending their time. On the one hand, you have companies who are served to, I mean, this is war. It is escalating into an all out war with consumers. I mean, forget about the consumers already always right. The consumer is like hiding in a bunker from these people. They are off the hook. They're off the hook. And I personally, I am making a pledge right now not to be buying any Sony BMG CDs. I can tell you that. Well, not for the life of me. No PSP. No Sony Walkman, HD, whatever, nothing. That is unacceptable. Now, there's also uh, some great new legislation being proposed that was mm-hmm. put forth on Halloween. <laughs> uh, saw this on Boing Boing that says, right. well, you know what? Forget the broadcast flag. We want a broadcast flag that covers any device, not just television receivers and DVRs. <laughs> we want it something that says you can accept a contract by changing a channel. If you go from channel three to channel four, and the show on Channel 4 has a signal that says it can't be recorded, uh, then by watching Channel 4, you're making a, an agreement to waive your time-shifting right. <gasps> no. No, you're not. 
How could how? I what? Mean, and basically, the upshot of this legislation is that almost any device you buy would have some sort of digital rights management on it that would make it illegal for you to record or store anything unless it is approved by Hollywood Studios. <laughs> or, or by by media companies. I don't know. My mouth is hanging open. Veronica's mouth is hanging open. This is the most unbelievable thing I've ever heard. So it's, you know, they say things come in threes. Well. <laughs> this is boom, boom, boom. We've got the CD that installs uh, a, a Trojan horse uh-huh. without your knowledge just by playing it. Uh-huh. We've got legislation that says, you know what, we, we need to make any device just you know under the control of the uh, of the rec- the movie industry. And then you've got a 67-year-old man being sued for the downloads that were deleted right. of movies, some of which he already owned. Right. Awesome. The, you know, the horse is way out of the barn, folks. Yeah. I mean... You need to just well, and adjust. none of this, none of this is putting any serious dent in actual piracy that's and actual I mean. illegal. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Well, it's and it's beyond. I mean, yes, yeah, it, like it's out of the barn, and this is these are the tactics they're they're trying to employ, and they couldn't be more ineffective. I, yeah, I mean, this doesn't stop. I'm in the people who do piracy. No. Exactly. It doesn't and, even slow them down, really. And even these devices, the the devices that would prevent you from being able to rewind, fast forward, skip the ads, whatever it is, wouldn't stop a single person from going to the internet, firing up BitTorrent, and downloading a movie illegally. Yeah. Well, so that's, you know what, the logical response then would be to put this kind of control onto all storage devices, hard drives and right. and whatnot. That, that would be the next step in the procedure oh yeah i'm sure that the 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 rootkit hidden drm yeah. technology that sony veronica installed is just a way don't, to, don't give him any ideas <laughs> this is uh, that really truly i i don't think that it is overreacting and being melodramatic to say that yeah. this is a this is a war and on seriously consumers. don't don't get me wrong i do believe that there needs to be a good way for people who produce content to make money off of it yeah. I'm not. A I'm not good ag- way. I'm not against people making money off of the, their own creations. Right. But these things are just going well beyond the pale, and and it's not unrash- irrational mm-hmm. to think that maybe we just need a different system rather yeah. than trying to enforce the system that worked back in the 30s. Right. <laughs> Which, which is obviously in no way equipped to deal with modern technology. I think digital rights management is going to be the defining issue in terms of the progression of technology in the next half century, century. I'm not sure how long it's going to take to get this stuff worked out. A while, I yeah. think. A while. It's interesting that software, which is is just as easy to copy and make millions of copies of, mm-hmm. doesn't have nearly these reactions, doesn't have nearly these attempts right. to control everything. I mean, th- there, are, there are definitely anti-piracy moves by Microsoft and, and others to, mm-hmm. to protect their software, but they don't go near to the links. Well, the, they're not the trying industry. to sue people. Yeah. Because I don't think, I, I don't know, I, I don't know, maybe it is unfair to throw around charges of unbridled greed, but it seems to me <laughs> that at this point, what we're talking about is unbridled greed. And so many of these companies they're not the content creators. That is what I think people find so offensive. Sony didn't create any of this contract on this content. Well, All they, Sony will disagree with you about that. Okay, but, but Sony BMG did not create the CD on onto which that they have slapped their copy protection. All they did was go out and find some artist and start vulturing all the proceeds from the, 
Well, yeah. From the CD that the artist created. I mean, the level, there is one, they're one level removed from the actual content creation they to take, some they extent. They take the capital risk and they provide the distribution. That's the that's their role. Right. And what, you know, what is reasonable is that, are you know, are they going well beyond the role? How much are the art, I mean, people bring this up all the time. How much do the artists really benefit from these attacks? And I want to know, well, and in this case, actually, several artists have come out and said, who had discovered that their CDs were subject to this copy protection, came out and said, this is not okay with me. Well, even some record companies that have distribution agreements have right. said, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. We told Sony we don't want this that is on not our cool. CDs. And Sony said, too bad, we're going to do it. Well, and I know that I, I have blamed the artist. You know, there have been times when I've said, well, I'm not, I'm sorry. Now I can't buy any more of those CDs. Mm-hmm. So, All right. They, well, we'll let you We know you're down. angry, too. Let's talk about something a little less, uh, little less angry. Uh, the, build, the era of live software. We skipped this yesterday, but we're catching up. Uh, Bill Gates' announcement that Windows will provide an online version of Microsoft Windows and Microsoft Office called Windows Live and Office Live yeah. uh, that lets home users and small offices use Windows and Office and any other applications that join the party online over the web. It's interesting, and it will be ad-supported. Now, what's weird about this... Uh, is that you? Wouldn't you have to use Windows to run the browser to access Windows? I guess so. So I guess it's just Windows is the platform for the online <laughs> versions of software well, to run on. Windows Live, it's not an operating system. It's yeah. just Windows Live is a set of internet-based personal services such as email blogging and instant messaging. So it basically just yeah. replaces the productivity software, which is it's is kind of funny that they call it Windows. <laughs> so I can get on my Linux <laughs> machine and all the stuff. run Windows over the internet, right? Run Windows software. That's an interesting way. That could solve some wine problems. Mm -hmm. That's true. Anyway. But if you were running Linux, would you really want to run? And this will be available for free, but only to subscribers of MSN? Or will it be available to free to to anybody who has a Hotmail account? There will be payment tiers. I believe it will be free and ad-supported to the subscribers. Okay. Yeah. But interesting. You know, we've talked a lot about the thin client and... You know, all of services moving on to the web. So this, yeah. this is Microsoft finally six years later after .NET <laughs> starting to fulfill the promise. And well, it's interesting. I think they got it to some extent with .NET. I mean, I think this has been Gates's vision all along. He's mm-hmm. just been waiting for the moment. And maybe now it's here. We'll see. All right. On to the bits. On to the bits. Got some quick bits. Bits uh, and bobs. A family in California is renting a fuel cell car for $500 a month. Woo, $500 a month. That's a you lot. You better save some fuel with that fuel cell car. Yeah, that's uh, a lot. Honda is saying they're charging them because they want to take it seriously. They want the the family to give serious feedback. So they're they're charging them so that they actually <laughs> complain because people won't complain if it's free. Okay, but I don't think you need to charge $500. You know what? The family's probably like, yeah, we got $500. I, admit, feeling, I want to drive a fuel cell car. I admit That's I'm feeling cool. a little anti-company, anti-corporation today. <laughs> well, I, you know, the family didn't have to do it. Yeah, that, that good point. Obviously somebody who feels it's worth it. So. Okay. And, but this is exciting. This is the first real road test, real world test of a fuel cell car. I didn't car. really even know that there was a road-ready fuel cell car in existence. I did not realize that either. It's the Honda FCX. Another reason they may be charging $500 is that apparently it's worth about a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want them to wreck it million either. dollars. Where can you fill it up? These people know. aren't going on a road trip with this thing. No. It says, uh, so grandiose is the experiment that Honda has made arrangements with a distributor of hydrogen to have a refueling station built near their house. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So you're getting a lot for your $500. I know. Sounds like. Oh, wait. They can't use it. 
They can't oh, use it. No. <laughs> it's like uh, the local fire department has not yet allowed this station to open, but they're refueling the car now at Honda's U.S. headquarters in Torrance, oh, okay. California. Yes, but I mean, they're building a station. They're getting there. So in the ongoing saga of Massachusetts, <laughs> all of a sudden I changed. Massachusetts CIO is defending the move to open documents. So right. we'll, we'll keep you updated if anything significant happens, but you know. Your point, move, city point, official. Point Massachusetts. <laughs> serve someone uh, else. Also, uh, should we go to our voicemails then? I think so. All right. We got yeah. a, a phone call from Trip. Longtime caller Trip. Hi, guys. It's Trip. I uh, just wanted to uh, add to the what the Supreme Court has not done today, and that was uh, they decided to not uh, hear a. I guess it would be a, uh, a, a, I don't know, in law terms, but they're not going to allow an argument against uh, telecommuters uh, being charged in the state of their employer. So, in other words, I believe it was a man in Tennessee that was telecommuting with a company in New York, uh, and he's apparently now uh, not able to argue against being charged New York taxes, which I hear pretty exorbitant. And so uh, I thought that would probably affect a lot of y'all's listener base, and uh, I thought it was pretty interesting. So y'all dig up some stuff and uh, educate me a little further on it, because I didn't get to finish the article. And I don't know Tom Twice. Bye. Really? What did, what did he say at the end there? He said he doesn't know my wife. <gasps> but you know what? I think he's protesting a little. He totally knows her. Oh. Uh, that is an interesting story, and we indeed um, had a story on our own news.com today about this um, telecommuters being taxed in other states, states where the companies are located, basically. Tom did a little research. Yeah, it's a little confusing, and I, so I called Eleanor Mills, who wrote the story, and talked to her. Basically, the, the essence of it is, if you, in the state of New York, this is a tax law in the state of New York mm-hmm. only, in the state of New York, if you telecommute for your own convenience because you want to, mm-hmm. then you have to pay New York State tax. If the company makes you, if they say the only way you can work for us is if you live in Tennessee or, or if you telecommute, then you don't have to pay the tax. Wow, bite me, New York. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this, this, these, this is like an, a law from the 60s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And so people are saying that the federal government should step in and pass a law kind of making these laws illegal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how basically overturning trumping these laws right uh, saying you can't you can't tax people because Tennessee has no income tax it's one of the st- one of the few states that has no income oh, tax right. so the guy's living in Tennessee paying no income tax and then all of a sudden he's got to pay income tax in New York mm-hmm. now he spends about a quarter of his time in New York and three quarters of his time at home in Tennessee and he says he has no problem paying 25 percent of his salary right. to tax on the amount from when he works in New York. It's a it's, it's that, a tough issue, I think, as telecommuting becomes more common because the states do, you know, companies are incorporated there and work is happening in the companies that that exist there. But well, but the I companies don't know. getting the companies taxed. are already paying taxes. Yeah, so, so it's not about that. The it's workers about him. shouldn't have to pay taxes. What, what, that is silly. What will really put the test to this is if. This guy. Oh, and and did you explain that the Supreme Court refused to hear the case? And so yeah, that that's what the, sparked all okay. of this. So what really puts the 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 screws to this is when somebody who lives in a state that does have income tax mm-hmm. gets taxed by taxed by his own state or her own state, right? And then Plus New York wants to tax state. them. So you're getting taxed twice. Yeah, not cool. That's that's gonna New York. You're gonna want to do something about that. 
Well, New York isn't the only state that has this. Uh, I guess Pennsylvania, Nebraska, and New Jersey also have similar laws. So mm. this is going this is going to come up more and more. Yeah, I'm sure this will go away in a while. But there, I, I hope why. that I hope that explains a little bit for you, Trip. Trip, you asked for research, and Tom gave you research. All right, Jeff uh, W emailed and asked, "When are you going to do a video podcast?" And he's not the first one. So um, funny, our executive producer Mark Larkin just walked in the room. Mark, when are we going to do a video podcast? No, we're working. <laughs> no, on we it. won't put you on the spot. But we had we had a big meeting and talked about it yesterday. So mm-hmm. things will happen. Mm-hmm. We'll keep you updated. But we're we're working on it. Um, Peter John, I know it's not that hard, but you know, her- <laughs> <laughs> we're working on it. Please don't email us and tell us it's not very hard. I'll do it for you. Um, <laughs> Our friend Peter John emailed us some uh, what wanting to know essentially what the heck is Google now, which I know we all want to know. But also he sent us some pictures uh, from Hurricane Wilma because we were well, all worried about him. That what the heck is Google now? Comment. He basically is like, where are they going? Yes. Are they search or are they uh, this or are they? Yeah, that? we, you know, we actually we got a, a phone call wondering whether Google was going to yeah. then also try to usurp NASA. But you know what? A that, conspiracy theory. It's the it's. This is the overriding question about Google that I'm sure their shareholders also have. That's why I don't own any right now. Well, that and also I am you too work poor. CNET, and that would be a conflict of interest. <laughs> that too. <laughs> my salary does not allow it, nor does my uh, employment Your agreement. Ethics. Huh, um, that's good to know. Thanks for not just kidding. Craig, uh, <laughs> Craig wrote us, and uh, he had a lot of comments on a lot of points. We don't have time to go through all of them, but there is a good email. Uh, but one thing in particular he pointed out is he thinks 45 RPM records had way more playability limitations and restrictions than a song from iTunes. So he's encouraging me to go ahead and. Buy that 99 cent single on iTunes because, hey, we got the 99 cent single back, right? <laughs> uh, you know, I think it's a inter- very interesting point. And, and he's right. There were some restrictions on 45 RPM records that you don't have. But an AAC yeah, but... can't play on M- every MP3 player. No. And a 45 record could play on 95% of the record yes. players. There were very few that didn't run at 45 rpm well so. and the it, we didn't used to have it so good doesn't like negate the fact that technology is marching on and and drm is being left behind yeah or it's holding it back but it, it is interesting to think about some of the assumptions we make those now. poor poor people you know i mean i can i could not take my 45 and play it on 15 different devices i had to find a record player and play it on that so yes it's interesting but no one knew then that there was any other alternative now well, we're sitting here and we know all the things we could be Ignorance doing was bliss. and we can't and there's no <laughs> good reason. That's why you should never learn anything. You'll just that's make right. you unhappy. Nor should um, the future ever happen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you just hit on the entire recording and movie industry stance. <laughs> that is their stance. Exactly their stance. <laughs> all right. Did you want to get to Robert's? Um, Robert has noted to us in email that Google is working hard to fix the splogging problem uh, via the Blogger website, but unfortunately it just broke Blogger. Apparently. Yeah, you can't email your posts. Well, he can't email his posts to his Blogger, which right. he used to be able to do. And, the, and they have word verification now so that you have to verify that you're a human to, in order to create a blog, but then apparently that has caused the site to utterly hang and he can't post at all. I'm, so. Now I have to say I po- I've been posting on my blogger account without any problems. So yeah, Veronica but, says she has to her producer. So results may vary. Yes, but it's actually just mostly good to know that Google and Blogger are doing something about it quickly because people are really mad. Good feedback today. I know. Thanks.
Thanks, everyone. Yeah, lots of great stuff. Thanks so much. Uh, and if you want to join in with your own, one eight hundred. Peter, really, the hurricane pictures. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With Peter the broken John's, concrete. Um, Peter John sent us some impressive yeah, pictures you. of a broken concrete light, light post broken from the hurricane. Incredible. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, if you want to join in, 1-800-616-CNET or give us an email, buzz at cnet.com. Bye. Bye.